Okay, listen, we have to talk about some local artists that people can support. So I pulled out some vinyl uh, of local artists. Uh, so in no particular order, let me just pull it up here. No particular order, we have William Prince with his uh, brand new album, Gospel First Nation. It's very interesting. Uh, Is the plastic still on that? Yeah, I kept the plastic on. Oh, okay. But yeah. He's just got a beautiful voice. William Prince. Awesome voice. Check him out. Ah, another beautiful voice. Story. With uh, her album, The Come Up, Chapter 3. Beautiful voice. Are you showing off all the vinyl that people give you that they don't give me? No, I, I, that's the only one I got. And I got two. Half of these I didn't pay for. But the other half I did. Like Crownlands. They're going to kill it, man, when they go live again. Beautiful, beautiful um, band. It's awesome sound. <laughs> I, I could use more better words than that. Beautiful, Great beautiful sound. band. Yeah, well, they're beautiful people uh, inside and out. Uh, but Crown Lens, check them out. We also have, uh, I went to his house and got a contact high. Talking to <laughs> Eric Shankman. Yeah. Uh, go check him out. He's a, a blues guitarist. Uh, you're going to kill me. You're going to laugh. I can't he's, remember. He's, he's, go ahead. Say it. No. I forgot. The name of the band he was with, Two Princes and Jimmy Olsen's Blues. But check him out. Eric Shankman, Who Shot John? From that band? You're going to make me go on Google. You don't even want to help me. Here we go. Ewan Jefferson. Ewan Jefferson. Yeah. Great album. Is this supposed to be the pre-show? Sure, pre-show. And last, <laughs> but not least, last, Greg, last but not least. People can't see these albums, but we're talking about it. Orphan George. Great music. Uh, very folk rock, I guess, would be his uh, style. Great guitarist. Indie rock. Oh. Yeah. Americana. So, people, go support your indie artists. But um, did you know that Rage Against the Machine is in the news today? Uh, they are in the news today for a couple of reasons over the last couple of days. Yes. What about today's news? Do you know why they're in the news today specifically? They're in the news today because of some f name Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Who, uh, who is doing who is who is doing the restaurant industry a disservice uh, instead of building goodwill and hope and trust he yeah. is creating a circus yeah that is taking away 
from the message that should be all of us should be going out and supporting our local restaurants by ordering and picking yeah. up or having them deliver. Yeah. But he wants to do eat inside my restaurant. He just wants to be a f- so what does that have to do with rage, rage against the machine? Because he was, he was uh, quoting, um, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Yes. And some other lyrics from that song, thinking that he was sticking it to the man. But uh-huh. Adam is not intelligent enough to understand the lyrics and know what those lyrics are because Adam is a Hi, the following podcast is brought to you by Radical Road Brewery, the best craft beer in the heart of Leslieville. Find them at 1177 Queen Street East. That's Radical Road Brewery. Hey guys, I'm Valour. I'm a singer-songwriter from Saskatoon, uh, Saskatchewan in Canada. Um, I do alt-pop music and I love to sing. I love to act. I love to do a little dance. Um, I'm a big nerd and uh, I'm really happy to be here. So welcome to the music. Welcome. 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 This is welcome to the music. Yes. And also welcome to the music. Yeah, there you go. It works on both ways. It does. It works works both ways. It does. Yeah. Next, I I think you are our first guest from Saskatchewan. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That kind of tracks. That makes sense. That's cool. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, How, so you are in Saskatoon right now. You're born and bred. You you still live there. Yeah, I lived in Vancouver for a couple of years after graduating high school, uh, but then I moved back. Yeah. Okay. What took you to Vancouver? Um, after I graduated, well, I got accepted to York University, uh, their acting program there in um, Toronto, but I decided to actually move to Vancouver instead to pursue acting. So I studied there. I did a program there um, and got an agent really quickly and stuff and did a couple roles there. I was on a show on TBS, which was really cool. Um, And I hadn't been writing music for a couple, for like a few years. Um, And then I kind of fell into a bit of a depression in Vancouver. And then my mom was kind of the person who was like, well, why don't you start writing again? Um, That always helps you. And I did. And that's when the music career kind of, (laughs) <laughs> kind of started so yeah okay, that's, okay and then I moved back here because I, I really love the community here the music community is amazing and there's so many oh. talented people um and really helpful people so coming back here honestly was a blessing yeah all right all right so so the big smoke and the magnet of Toronto was not enough to attract you to come here instead you went to Vancouver yeah mostly just um because the program I, cause I, I applied to both. So I, and I, okay. yeah, so I applied to uh, Toronto, got in with a scholarship to York. I mostly did it cause uh, it's the same program Rachel McAdams did. Um, yes. and so had to follow in her, her footsteps, but then, um, I got into this program that was much more, um, relaxed, I'd say in Vancouver where, um, it's more, um, seminars and sessions and stuff instead of full blown academic 
mm-hmm. four-year uh, university. So, and that really was tempting because I got to um, start my professional career much more quickly. Um, oh. I got to kind of multitask, take classes, and also um, find an agent and go to workshops and stuff like that. Yeah, and then that's where I met my uh, my producer Ryan Stewart, who did all of my has done all of my songs so far. Okay, so uh, I'm I'm really curious about sort of the acting stuff and you know you falling into a depression and not yeah I guess coming back home and, and sort of focusing on music. Um, yeah, what, what sort of what was what was happening uh, out in uh, out in BC? Um, I felt really alone there. I, um, I was very isolated. I wasn't working at the time either. Um, and cause I couldn't really find, um, find work that was close to where I was. Um, and I also just was what, like, well, I'll focus on acting and that'll be great and write some, and I wasn't writing any music and I just really felt alone. And like, I had no purpose. And I am a person who always needs, who always has a goal that I want to try to, try to make. And I just felt very, I wasn't getting a lot of auditions. I wasn't getting, I didn't have any friends. Um, a lot of, a lot of people, I, I didn't have many friends even in high school or when I left high school. So I, I didn't really bring anyone over either. Um, there were a couple people that have always stuck by me and I love them for that. But um, sometimes it just feels very isolating. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what happened. And so, uh, yeah, so then I, I really felt lost mm-hmm. and useless and I hate that. <laughs> I hate that feeling. Everyone does. I feel like, yeah. and for me, I'm just like, I always love going forward and, 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 and pursuing something. So yeah, that's, that's why. Um, and luckily my mom was kind of the one she moved out with me, uh, her and our three dogs, we all moved out there and she found a job there to support me. And she's the best person ever. Um, I mentioned that in all my interviews because without her, I, I don't know where I'd be. So yeah. And she was the one who was like, well, just start writing music again. You write amazing music, um, mm-hmm. and speak from the heart and everything. And that's when I really, I really became happy again. And when I contacted Brian, he, he said, I don't work with people who aren't with labels. I don't work with independent artists, but I want to work with you. That all of a sudden, like purpose and, and joy happened again. So yeah. Yeah. How did that's you, kind how of did you meet Ryan? What's the... I, I contacted him. I, I was looking, I think when I had written a few songs, I went, man, like I always wanted to be a singer. I always did. I always wanted to be a performer. And um, the reason why I pursued acting after high school was because it was what I needed more training in. I had obviously like trained in acting and done lots of theater, musical theater and everything. But I had trained classically in singing um, for, for years. So I was really well experienced in that, um, but not in acting. So that's why I kind of was like, well, well like I'll improve this part. Um, but I always wanted to be a singer and I, I've always written music. So yeah so mm-hmm. that's kind of um what happened and then when I was out there I was like let's produce this let's produce this music um and I can't produce I am not a techno technology person um even like social media I've had to get used to <laughs> as a 20 year old or 21 mm-hmm. year old um and uh but yeah so I contacted Ryan I emailed him 
And I did not expect him to get back to me. And at the time I was just doing covers on my YouTube channel, well, my old YouTube channel. And he saw them and he's like, I think you have a really great voice. I, I hadn't even sent him original stuff, but he was like, I think we can do something, make something work. So yeah, that's kind of the long winded version of that story. Cool. Nice. So you sort of mentioned it in terms of being a, you didn't use the words, but it, it sounds like you're, you're a little bit, uh, like myself, a little bit of an introvert. Um, I'm a major introvert, absolutely. Okay. So that combined, especially now, right? Yeah. Um, sort of, you know, with, with I don't know how things are there in um, in, in Saskatoon, uh, but I, I guess we're all sort of dealing in our own ways where wherever we, we live with COVID nineteen. Yeah. Um, how has the past, I guess, nine months? How have you, how have you dealt? With that, both you as a as an individual, but also as a as a new budding musician, as an artist. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've all been struggling, and I think the biggest benefit is meeting. I've met so many new artists during this time because mm-hmm. we've all been going through this. Um, so that is a huge perk. Um, here, it, it's quite it's quite locked down. Um, not many live shows, and if they are, they're very limited. Um, seating wise and everything so it's not like there's there's no longer that collective there's no longer that community um, physically like outside in the real world but um, I think that's really when I put my social media I I learned how to kind of perfect that and get that into gear and and work on that Um, but yeah and so but I'd say I don't go out ever anyways <laughs> so it wasn't that much of a change uh for for me I like it was kind of it's actually kind of a nice excuse <laughs> to, I'm like people are like oh I really want to hang out I'm like I know but COVID oh nuts so so sad um <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh too bad but yeah um and then as a musician honestly um at least half if not more of my music professional music career has been during COVID. So it's actually going to be such a change for me when people actually go out and do stuff again. Cause I'll be like, I don't know why we're not zooming. This is so odd to me. Like it's going to, it's going to, it's like the reverse for me. I'm so used to this as a musician. It's going to be an adapt. It's going to be an, uh, I'm going to have to adapt. So I, I saw, I don't know if it was your old YouTube or your current one, but I've, I've seen a, a couple of your performances. Um, I think the only ones I've seen are, are covers, I think, that you've done. Mm. Um, how, and and you've, you've been in, in plays and theater. Yeah. Um, so how do you overcome your sort of natural tendency to be an introvert? When I get on stage or when I start singing, it's gone. I, I don't feel that n- nervous anything because I'm doing what I love to do the most, mm. which is sing, which is perform. Um, so it's funny because, yeah, I, I get exhausted from interaction. I, I have to, you know, you know, like I, you have to recharge for like for a while. Um, yeah. And but when it comes to performing, any any kind of performing, I just crave it and I just feed off of the audience. And that's the only time I feed off of other people because it's like we're all doing it together and we're all a part of it. And that's my favorite thing. So yeah, yeah, doing, I started doing theater, like performing on stage when I was eight. 
And so it's also just been a very common thing. And before that, I would perform in grocery stores and bookstores and stuff with my mom by my side. And people would come up and be like, oh, she has a lovely voice. You should be so proud. And I'm like, they didn't tell me to shut up. Oh, I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like most people would. But yeah, so I'm just, I'm a natural performer to the point of annoyance, I feel like. So yeah, I, for some reason, I'm very lucky that way. I don't, uh, it's not something I have to struggle with. Were you, were you, um, like, were your parents or was your mom into music before? Or like, how did that, you know, how did you get into theater? Yeah, um, my mom did choir growing up and she played the oboe um, for a bit. Uh, she quit. Um, when she didn't sound <laughs> like a professional of a player, uh, she, she, she quit, which is funny. Um, but yeah, no, she, and she always loves, she's always loved music and she's always played me music. Like music is a part of our, our, our household. Um, especially cause like she grew up in the eighties and nineties. So like pretty good music. Um, <laughs> and so I grew up with like grunge and um, indie and pop and all the different genres of those times, which have deeply influenced my music. So that in that way, she really, always, she, and she would always tell me facts about these artists and facts about um, the music and stuff. And it always fascinated me and, and, and who they were as people. And that always fascinated me. Um, and then I have a, like, um, my auntie Lisa is very musical. My uncle Daryl is like, I have, and like all of my family members are talented in the arts in some form. My mom is a writer. Um, so lyric wise, songwriting wise, I've always had her. I grew up, I loved Shakespeare growing up. I read Shakespeare when I was like six. I was a big fan um, for my, I think seventh birthday. Um, we had just moved to Edmonton for a couple of years and uh, it, my birthday's in September. So anytime I move schools, um, I did not celebrate my birthday with people I went to school with. I did not celebrate them with friends. So one, one year when we had just moved, um, she was like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I was like, okay, mom, I know it sounds a little kiddish. And I literally said kiddish at seven and said, I know it sounds kiddish, but can we reenact Midsummer Night's Dream? And we did. And <laughs> that's what I did for my seventh birthday. So she really has influenced. Uh, inspired me writing wise to kind of push the boundaries and and um, speak from the heart and then yeah I'd say those are my yeah. my big influences growing up yeah that's great wow so so tell me some of these posters that <laughs> yeah, I have uh, some posters in the back. that you have not the ones behind you but I guess the ones sort of beside you oh yeah all yeah. of my my uh perf all of my shows I've been in actually the, it's not even all of them um not all of them are up there um but I have, um, the first show I ever did was Alice in Wonderland. Uh, it was a musical. I played okay. Tweedledee and my best friend played Tweedledum. And we also played the older sister, Matilda, but like they split it into two parts. So it was Matilda and Latilda. Very original, very fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got to be Matilda. That was fun. Um, and that was like the first time I, I think also my mom always knew, she, like she told, she always tells me, she's like, I always knew you were a performer. So she... Mm -hmm. She never forced me to do something I didn't want to do, but she never limited what I wanted to do. Like I, I did swimming, I did dance and I did. So she put me into theater at a young age because she knew that that's something I always wanted to do and always wanted to be sure. a part of. And yeah. And then uh, we got the jungle book. 
I played Colonel Hattie, the lead elephant. I played a lot of males, especially when I was younger, because I've always had a lower voice, <laughs> especially yeah. singing wise. So uh, they always gave me the male parts. And <laughs> so that was fun. Um, I was in Peter Pan, um, both the play and the musical. That was really fun. I played John in Peter Pan. Um, of course I did. Um, <laughs> and that was really fun. I, um, and then high school, we did zombie prom the first year. Not many people know that musical, but oh. it, it was really fun. Uh, it's like a really campy kind of one, kind of like Crybaby, the movie like yeah. with Johnny Depp. So that kind of campy vibe or like a hairspray. Yeah. And, uh, um, I played like a little role there. Then we did the whiz played the Tin Woman in that, which was really fun. I learned tap dancing in three months in order to play that role. Um, (laughs) I was very determined. Like I said before, I'm just very like, I will do this. Um, And then I played Ursula in The Little Mermaid in grade 11. That was so much fun. That was a blast. Um, She was so fun. She came on four times, every time she sang. And then I would leave. I would go on and leave (laughs) it was perfect and then last year uh the last year of high school I got to be Elle Woods in Legally Blonde the musical and that was all the last I still have the DVD of the performance we did and I still put it on sometimes because it was just like that was a huge year for all of us involved that was really so I've grown up doing um doing these really community building things I was also in a French play called Bousier et les Justes because I I'm uh, bilingual I speak French mm-hmm. which is where velour comes from it's French for velvet actually um and then I was also I also did plays I directed a play in grade 12 um uh, called If You Really Love Me as a one-act play set in the 90s which was super fun um who doesn't who doesn't when you're born in 99 who doesn't want to do a 90s sure play but yeah so that's like I think that's all of the ones that are up there plus a couple more oh and then Les Mis I was in the chorus of that so that was fun cool yeah. so so you mentioned your name so yeah um where where did this where did this come from where did it go where did it come from Cotton and Joe um where did it come from it <laughs> came so sorry I had to say that because that just came popped into my head um <laughs> Jeez. Um, God, I'm so dumb. Anyways, um, <laughs> Valor comes from, um, so yeah, I really wanted to kind of have a different name as an artist. Um, and so we were kind of figuring, trying to figure out what would be a cool name. And um, I had been told a bunch of times from different people that my voice uh, kind of sounded velvety or like velvet. And I'm like, well, that's a really cool adjective mm-hmm. um, for my voice. Um, and velvet in French is velour. Um, velour. Um, so we decided to, I decided, Hey, I like that. Velour sounds really cool, especially for like an alternative pop kind of vibe. I think that it kind of connects with it. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. where it comes from. And, and lowercase V. Yes. Lowercase V. Um, not always on my Facebook page is still capital V because Facebook won't let you change it, okay. which is very irritating. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Facebook. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, so it's all lowercase. Um, I don't know why. I just kind of liked the idea of having no capital letters. It kind of just all being one level. Um, yeah. Okay. Very interesting. I, I hope so. Yeah. People are listening and going, oh my God, this is so dull. What do you mean, velour? God. <laughs> um. So tell me about your um, 
because you know I, I sort of think of you know Saskatchewan, and you sort you know you said there's ah, a, yes. a a growing musical uh, scene there. Yeah. Um, and so one would think, you know, Greg being Greg and I being the ignorant ones about life outside <laughs> of Toronto. Um, I'm speaking for Greg actually, and uh, yeah, Greg, don't think, speak. Just we would think, okay, this is probably a good country <laughs> scene out in Saskatchewan. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But like alt pop. So tell me about, are you, are you sort of in your community, you know, you stick out or is yeah. there? Yes. Yeah, so tell me about I'm definitely that. one of the see. few. Um, okay. I'd say that there is, especially in my age demographic, um, still a lot of country artists that are coming up, but also um, alt pop, uh, pop and um, rap. I, I know a lot of rap artists. I've met, I've met some really awesome, awesome rap artists um shout out to Amanali and Ricky they're great guys and they're emerging artists as well doing um, more rap and R&B stuff but yeah I I mean and that's what people think of when they think of Saskatchewan music is is um rock and country yeah. um so it's definitely I it definitely feel like one of the few and I think that's kind of a perk um because I get to kind of form my own identity and not follow what other artists have done to become successful. I kind of have to figure it out on my own in some ways, but I also still get help from all of these amazing, amazing artists that have um, become successful. Um, so yeah, it's pretty, it's definitely different from, from Toronto and stuff like that, where there are tons of, you know, pop artists and alternative artists and stuff. Oh, it's, it's funny, not funny, but you know, Kareem mentioned country, but excuse me. <clears throat> I also think of, you know, you, you mentioned rock, and I think of like the Sheepdogs that came out of it. I really Absolutely. took that country sound and just pushed it into the rock scene and and ran with it. Yeah, and it was amazing. I yeah. love the Sheepdogs. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then there, there's tons of other bands, but yeah, um, that are mm. really rock and and have that vibe that I just love. But there are very few, especially pop artists yeah. there aren't that many like even there's there's folk artists and stuff like that folk country you know but yeah um it's true there's definitely there's definitely more coming up the pipes in my opinion with the new generation so what so what's in place then to support your genre if well if it's primarily country and rock you know what I mean? yeah i don't know if there's anything really specifically for um mm -hmm. pop music or r&b or, or even just not country and rock right now mm. i'd say um just for artists in general we have um a community organization called sass music which is basically to help artists um and give them opportunities and and support them um i've done countless countless con consults with them with tons of people they always know they're like oh there's Laura again. Yep. She wants another consult. Big surprise there. Um, in the best way. But I, I, I'm like, I hope I'm not like, I'm like the only email <laughs> when it comes up for consults. I, I do them all the time. Um, like a consultation. Sorry. We call them consults. I don't know why. Maybe I just do. No. Do I just? It's, 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 no, no, no. He's the one yeah. that's. No, I, I knew what it comes, like, what is that? What is that entail? Oh, yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. um, there's tons of different artists <laughs> and people in the industry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there, and, oh. and people, <laughs> and people in the industry in Saskatchewan, um, that are kind enough to volunteer their experiences and their professional views 
um, on certain areas of music. So I've contacted people in regards to grants, in regards to performances, in regards to advertisements, in regards to merch, in regards to management, all of it, all of it. So I've been lucky enough to SAS music really, I, I, I wouldn't even have Eric Alper as my publicist if it weren't for people in SAS music. I wouldn't, oh, wow. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have certain opportunities without them. So honestly, it's, it's smaller. It's definitely smaller, but like our community really cares. Like they really care about the artists that they're, that they're supporting. Um, and that's something really special that I love about Saskatchewan. Okay. I need to ask. Go ahead, Greg, go. I was going to say, you mentioned um, merch and, and I saw that on your site and you're, you're on that yeah. game. The, 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 the um, COVID face masks. Yeah, the masks, that. all that so, good stuff. So are you doing that yourself? Do you have somebody that manages that for you? How are you doing? Um, I, I'm doing that all myself. I am, I like work with a local company called Void Gallery and they make all of it and they're yeah. amazing and really awesome. But um, I, I advertise it myself. I, I produce it. My, like I send it out myself. Um, so it's very independently done, but, uh, yeah, so that's all me pretty much. And even just the ideas, the designs, I'm like, I want this, give me this. <laughs> and he's like, gotcha. Um, yeah, thank you. So the summer haze sweaters that I love, by the way, I'm, they're amazing. They turned out so well. Um, I really wanted that, um, because people have really loved the song and the single and the music video. And so it uses the music video font for summer haze on the front, which I really like. Um, and there are three different colors, the three colors that are in the music video, which are yellow, pink, and blue. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really into, I can't wait to make more merch. I just love, I love merch. So I love making merch for other people. It's so fun. Nice. I want to talk about Summer Haze, but sure. um, you mentioned sweaters. Yeah. This is a thing that you have, right? You're, you're a sweater girl. I I've never heard that before, but you know what? I am a sweater girl. I yeah. love that. I am. Video, I'm wearing a sweater right now. Absolutely. Video, you're wearing a sweater. <laughs> I think the um, the the live shows that I watched, you were wearing a sweater. I'm sure. Your I'm merch sure sweater. So I figure, okay, is it just she only performs in the winter? <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly winter here, so. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I love sweaters. I didn't realize it was such a like not common thing. I think sweaters are the best. This is such a funny thing to be discussing right now. But yeah, I love sweaters. I was just talking, I was watching Dawson's Creek. I watched all of Dawson's Creek for the first time recently. It came on Netflix. Love it. And I was just like, man, everyone looks so good when they wear sweaters. And I just love the feel of them. I love how they look on other people. They're super cozy. They're really cute. You can wear them with anything else. Like you can wear them with jeans, shorts, all that good stuff. So yeah, I'm, I guess, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, that's one of my traits now. Yeah, one of my, I think so. <laughs> sweater you'll, girl. You'll have to wear a sweater all your summer concerts. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Luckily in the summer, I, um, my thing actually is usually peasant blouses, uh, like peasant shirts that are like off the shoulder. Um, but they're still okay. loose. I think it's, I think I like looser clothes. I don't like tight, tight, tight um, stuff, especially when I'm singing because I like to move around. I like to use my diaphragm and I don't want to feel restricted with my movements. Okay. So yeah, I think that's another factor. Ah, interesting. Um, okay. So we got the sweater thing. 
taken care yeah, of. That discussion. Yes. Done. We, can, we can write that down. Not <laughs> hoodies. Not no. hoodies, but sweaters. Sweaters and bunny hugs. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Yeah. That's what we call uh. hoodies here. Or bunny ah. hugs. And it's the greatest name for anything. You just think of like, think of like a macho prairie guy saying, oh, I'm just going to go grab my bunny hug. <laughs> like, it's the greatest thing. It's my Seriously? favorite thing. Yes. I'm not kidding. That this is isn't awesome. a prank. Like everyone, I'm telling the world, but we call them bunny hugs and they're amazing. And they're the ones with the hood. And yeah. it's like, you're being hugged by a bunny. I don't know where it comes from, but like, honestly, the U of S actually made at one point sweater, like bunny hugs that say bunny hug on them. And it's kind of like a word you look up at the dictionary and it gives the definition. No, it's amazing. It's like a thing here. Okay. Fun fact. I I, I did not know that. (laughs) This is like, this is like uh, Saskatoon slang. Yeah, honestly, I really, I want to do one of those videos someday. I think that'd be really fun. You know, like how those celebrities do for like British slang and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do like Canadian or Saskatoon, Saskatchewan slang. Yeah. Bunny hugs. Bunny hugs. Interesting. Greg, had you ever ever heard of this? I've never, I've <laughs> never, I don't think I'd ever heard that before. I'm educational. Look yeah. at yeah. that. Yeah. This is something, something you learn. Trivia. Um, we should change this to welcome to the slang dictionary. Welcome yes. To, <laughs> instead of welcome to the music, we I, You could. You could change your entire brand. Yeah, totally. That's Just have I'm me for. on talking about sweaters <laughs> and bunny hugs. Yeah. All I'll right, make Greg. a podcast about sweaters and bunny <laughs> yeah. hugs. Listen, there's, pod, there's podcasts about everything. Yeah. I love it. It's great. I'm having a blast. <laughs> so your, when, when did your EP come out? Identity. It came out at the beginning of September. Okay. Was that uh, scheduled? It, yeah, um, by me. <laughs> yeah, no, the reason I ask is we, we talked to a lot of musicians who were planning to release in the spring or into the summer and then held off, held off, and finally went, I got to do this at some point and drop it. And they did. Yeah, I think for me, I wanted, I knew I had to release my single Summer Haze in the summer, um, but it was cool to have it at the of end course. of August because it's like kind of discussing the end of the metaphorical summer, the beginning of the storm. And um then I really wanted to release the EP and I did not have any patience to wait. So I was like, it's been two weeks since the single came out. Here's the EP. Um, so yeah, I did, but I did schedule it knowing like I want it to come out exactly two weeks afterwards. Right. What date is that? All that okay. kind of stuff. So, yeah. so you had all the songs already done, completed, yeah. um, engineered and, that was, and everything. Yeah. And that was the other thing. Like, um, I'm not kidding. I literally went, I flew to Vancouver to get the other three songs done, I had done Tell Me. And then I got the other three songs done with Ryan in Vancouver mm-hmm. right before COVID shut everything down. Like okay. right before. So I was very fortunate to have gotten that EP done. And then he was working on them. I like did the vocals and we talked about the ideas and what we wanted to do. And then he produced them um, with what we had discussed. And then he'd send me things and be like, how does this sound? And I'd be like, I don't like this. I don't like this. I really love this. Keep this in, stuff like that. So. It was very, it was all kind of like through correspondence. Okay. Yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah. So you write the songs, Ryan comes up with the, I guess the music, the the, the beat, that sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, especially for Tell Me, I just sang it to him and I was like, this is pop. I want to do a pop song with this. Okay. And he was like, okay, cool. And then he would, we kind of figured out the vibe and what we wanted, what kind of, uh, instruments and, and ideas to kind of bring in there um, and went with it. 
Um, and then I, especially cause that, that was my first time ever in this, in a studio was for tell me that was the first time I'd ever been in one. It was crazy. And being, uh, trained in musical theater, mostly, um, man, did I have to learn to be quiet, um, in front of the mic. Uh, he oh. was like, you're way too loud. Like, okay. and I'm already like, if you couldn't tell, I'm a very loud person. I mm. talk really loudly. And he was like, you're way too loud when you sing. you're belting, like you don't need to, um, so that was something really interesting I had mm. to learn was the difference between being on stage and singing and being like right up to the mic. Sure. Um, so yeah. And then the other three songs, I think I was more, more involved. I was definitely more involved with the production. And I told him like, I was like, I have this idea, like for the song, your sweater, <laughs> sweaters, <laughs> they See? can't escape, can't escape them. Can't escape them. Um, my song, your sweater. Um, I knew I had an idea of bump, keep going in the music, bump, bump. Like I had that guitar idea in my mind, but I knew, like, I know I can't produce it as well as a professional can. Um, but yeah, and I came up and with these ideas and I was like, I want to do this. And then for good boy, um, I wrote it on piano initially because it was inspired by okay. Fiona Apple. It was inspired by a Fiona Apple, uh, particularly criminal, um, her biggest hit. Love that song. Um, and I, and like both with the piano and also the theme of it um, being kind of taking, having taken advantage of, of someone and manipulated them. Um, so I kind of ran with that. And then when we worked together, we were like, yeah, like it's cool on piano. Let's try it on guitar and fell in love with it on guitar. So mm -hmm. it was definitely a like a production wise, definitely a collaboration. And I knew to listen to him, but also to go with my gut on certain things. Um, and I had learned that after Tell Me, the first single. I, I had become more confident and more secure in who I was as an artist. Mm -hmm. And so I'd be like, no, I want to do this instead and kind of hold my ground on certain things. But also go, you know what, you're right, this sounds better. So yeah. that was really fun. Yeah, that was really cool to experience. So do you write with the piano or does your mom come with her oboe? Like how does that, <laughs> how does that come along? Um, yeah, just my mom comes in the background. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that. She's definitely a supportive mom, but I don't know if she'd <laughs> go to that, those uh, links. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I either, it happens in two different ways. Usually I either play a chord on my piano and get inspired by that and go, ooh. And then I kind of vocalize and, and, and figure out what I want to be singing about and, and playing. And I just kind of verbal diarrhea, just like sing stuff. And I'm like, hmm, what does that mean to me? Because usually when I am writing music, uh, it always has a meaning to it. But I usually don't realize it until after I've said it or written it down. And then I'm like, oh what is this what does this mean let's let's expand on that and then that's where the song comes out um and then sometimes i'll just kind of have a tune a melody in my head and then i'll go oh yeah let's like let's work on that and then i'll usually record it in my voice voice memos because i will forget it if i don't put it in my voice memos i will completely forget it afterwards and it'll be lost forever and that has happened and it's very tragic <laughs> oh you're on mute Okay, yes. Uh, it was a great conversation, by the way, I was happy with myself. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm sure of it. Sad we missed it. <laughs> um, do you set time aside to write? Like, or, or do you focus on it as a job saying, okay, this time 
I need to go and sit down, whether it's your room, whether it's beside a piano or wherever to sit down and to write or to think of ideas or do you sort of live your life and whatever (laughs) ideas come in your head, you jot them down. I'd say that definitely the latter. I definitely kind of just get inspired um, and then write it down when I have it. I, a couple nights ago, wrote a song after like a couple months of not writing Mm -hmm. um, because I was so focused on this EP and the business side of all of it that I just, I felt really stressed and didn't have time to kind of just let myself wander in my own mind. Um, So yeah, it's definitely... I think it's both, actually. Um, I know that when I have downtime, I always end up thinking about music and thinking about writing. So it's always there in the back of my mind. But when I'm focused on other things, I I don't get to writing. Um, So it's kind of both. Yeah, I'd say it's both. Have you collaborated with anybody? Like, I know you've worked with Ryan in terms of your songs, but have you sat down and written songs with somebody else? I have. They haven't been produced. I did a songwriting um, kind of meetup challenge um, last summer, which was really awesome, really fun. And I wrote um, I wrote a couple songs um, with some other Saskatchewan artists, which is great. And then I recently uh, collaborated with Rookie um, uh, at Rookie God on Instagram. Follow him; he's awesome. Um, he's a cool dude. Uh, he does mostly rap and R and B. And uh, he asked me to collab and we had never met. And he was like, Hey, I'm from Regina. Do you want to collab on a song together? I was like, "Uh, yeah, that's cool. So he sent me what he had. And then um, I wrote a verse and um, we worked on the bridge together. And then I harmonized on the chorus. So that should be coming out. Uh, I actually should ask him when that's coming out. I have no (laughs) idea yet. He's still working on it. He's finding a master, uh, someone to master it. So, um, yeah, I should ask him though. Yeah. This will remind me too. I'll be listening to it, to this podcast again and being like, oh, right. Shoot. <laughs> That's right. Ah. <laughs> so, Valor, tell me about, you know, you finished, you, know, you record these songs mm-hmm. in Vancouver. You put together Identity, uh, your EP. Um, you must have started learning so much more. You know, you talked about the business side of things. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff that you probably never thought of because you just wanted to sing and to write. Um, Absolutely. Form, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now you got to get people to listen to this. Now you got to perform or, or, or whatever, merch. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so tell Website. me. Oh my God. Yeah. So like, what do you, you know, so that's, you, you got the album. Mm-hmm. Or the EP, it's it's, yeah. it's out now. Like, what what do you what do you focus on? Like, how do you get people to listen to it? How do you get the word out? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely having a presence on social media. Um, I'm not a big like, let's do a photo shoot, take pictures kind of person. Um, but it's, I have had to kind of start doing that more and having Mm -hmm. photos of me on hand to post on Instagram and Facebook. Cause, um, I've also learned, which I did not know before because who knew people would want to see my face all the time. I didn't know that posting your face will get you the most likes on Instagram, um, more than anything else. Um, so that kind of blew my mind when I found that out. I was like, Oh man, really? People want to see this all the time. (laughs) Um, I mean, if they don't want to, they can unfollow, I guess, Um, (laughs) and block. Um, Like, I never want to see that face again. Oh, God. Um, But yeah, I, so that was a big learning 
thing was just how to kind of reach people uh-huh. and what to say, how much to say when you make <laughs> posts and stuff like that. Um, when to do ads, when not to. Um, and also for the release, I, for this song, Summer Haze, I knew I really wanted to do a professional music video. Yeah. Um, so I worked with um, the amazing, amazingly talented Versa Films, um, great company from Saskatchewan, from Saskatoon. Um, and they had won Saskatchewan Music Award um, for Best Music Video the year before. Um, so my mom and I were kind of like, oh man, let's like, my mom is like my manager pretty much. She's like the person who's like, she's like my momager. She's like, hey, you're going to do this. You're going to do this. Don't forget to do this. No, it's great. And she also works full time. So I don't know how she does it, but, um, but yeah. And so she was like, you need to contact them. I was like, ah, yeah, definitely. So that's when that got started. Um, Visuals are definitely really important. Um, I'm a very visual person. I love watching music videos. That's how I usually listen to music. Um, and it, and that's how most people oh. do, I think. Um, but that's how I, I love music videos um, because I like having a visual with the song. Um, I think that's why like people listen to singles more than they listen to other songs off of an album or EP um, because it has a music video to go with it. So even if you're just listening to it, you can picture the video in your mind. Um, so that was something I knew I had to do for the single to grab people's attention. And it did. It has like 20, over 28,000 views on YouTube, which is crazy. I did not think it would, it would get that many views, but I'm very grateful for it. It got me more followers. It got me more attention from other artists and just having it out, um, doing performances, doing live streams. I have a live stream coming up on November 28th, uh, this Saturday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, which is pretty exciting. Um, And uh, doing those, I think just being constant is such such an important thing that I've had to learn. Cause yeah, like honestly, in the beginning I was like, oh, I just can't wait for other people to do all of this work and for me to just sure. do the music. Whereas now I'm like, no, I love being involved. I love doing it. I love pushing myself to work harder and, and gain more of my audience who I know will love my music and want to be a part of this journey I'm on. Um, so that is a huge, that was a huge learning curve. And then also being in the studio and working with a producer working with microphones working working with someone else and knowing when to and even not even just in the studio but also when you're doing a show or doing an interview or talking with some other artists knowing when to stand your ground on your opinion and who you are as an artist mm-hmm. and also knowing when to listen um, and I think those are things I had before in other ways, like as an mm-hmm. academic, I loved to learn. So I always understood when to listen to the teacher and also when to raise my hand and, and, and say what I wanted to say. So I kind of have brought that into this world as well. But I've learned, I've learned more about the music industry and who I am as an artist in this past year than I, I, I think I, I had known beforehand. In the, and in the you other, no, in the other 20 years. Uh, that's all. <laughs> I was going to say, and you still went with Eric Alper. Ah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Eric, Eric, don't listen. Eric, don't listen to this. I'll be like, you don't have to we listen love, to this No, we, we love Eric. No, Eric's he, the he, best. If, yes. if you watch the discussion we had, I think most of it was just us all riffing on each other. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Honestly, it, he's, he's so funny. Eric is good people. Eric is good people. He's good people. He's the... I'm, 
I'm so lucky. And when I contacted him, it was only just to see if he'd add my song onto his like infamous Spotify playlist. Yeah. And then he was like, do you need a publicist? And I was like, sure. That'd be great. Thanks. And then that's, and then we started working together and he's just the best. We had a phone call and he talked about like Spotify had data and and stats and how to, how to release your music and all this stuff. And I was just like, Oh my God. And like started like (laughs) it, but his voice is so comforting. But then I calmed down and I was okay again. Nice. So, so you, you listen to music on YouTube. Um, yeah, I usually do. Um, um, or I have a vinyl collection that I love to listen to when I'm Uh feeling really into music. I put that, I put those albums on, but yeah, most, I have like playlists on YouTube, um, of songs and even like, I love fan edits. I would, I would kill, I like my, my big dream is to have my (laughs) song be a part of like a fan edit for like, I don't know. Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Dawson's Creek or something. That'd be amazing. Um, I, I, I love fan edits. I, that's actually how I got into Lord. One of my favorite artists was someone oh. made a fan edit of her song, Perfect Places on YouTube. And it was recommended to me. And it was with the movie, Kill Your Darlings, which I had never seen um, with, but it stars uh, Daniel Radcliffe and Dane DeHaan. Yep. And I was like, this looks amazing. And it tied me the way it was edited tied me to the song as well. And that's when I got into Lord and I never looked back. And so fan edits are a huge part of uh, what I love to look at on YouTube. So yeah, YouTube is, and music videos. So like, I've definitely, I think the other thing I've learned as an artist is what do you like? (laughs) What do you, what do I like to, to listen to? Where do I listen to music? What kind of things do I like? So understanding that and then reaching out to people and being like, Hey, can you make a fan at it? Or, Hey, um, or just even just putting things up on YouTube or putting things up and I've gotten more into Spotify. I mean, their playlists are awesome. Spotify is definitely an essential. Um, and, um, but I also listen to most of the time I listen to iTunes, like stuff I've bought. I'm a very like oldie (laughs) that way, which is weird that that's like an older (laughs) person thing to do, but to buy. It is. That's Greg's favorite place to listen to music. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> He's shaking his head. He, check him out. He's wearing flannel. Like, That's fair. Nice grunge, man. Nice grunge. He a fire shirt going, okay? Oh, my God, yes. Back off, buddy. Back off. <laughs> oh, my Put on goodness. some Pearl Jam in the background. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There you go. But yeah, just yeah. saying that he's he's old because no, no, it's all good. I yeah. I also have like my mom and I have so many CDs and they're all in my room now. I'm yeah. Like, yes. Thank you. And I, I used to have a whole bunch of CDs. I used to have a whole bunch of CDs. Do you know my CDs now? What? That guy. <laughs> nice. Now, now they're in my room. <laughs> now they're in your room. Oh man. Heck yeah. Do you have a CD player? No, I don't. No? Oh, I do. <laughs> CD player in the than... car. <laughs> Which is why That's I've asked the, him when, when he's like, has he listened to any of the stuff yet? And he's like, no, nah, I don't know. No, a couple, like a couple around. of them. A couple. I, I, vinyl now. Like vinyl. Yeah, vinyl's or, the thing. Or, uh, yeah, just vinyl. I don't listen to, where else do I listen to music, Greg? Yeah, where do you listen to music? Hardly anywhere else. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll listen to Spotify. Mm-hmm. But the radio sometimes. Mm-hmm, Yeah. Uh, listen, I listen to a lot of Spotify, the, the artists 
stations or what another station yeah, like those I are find great. that really interesting like like grandson and you start getting into sort of the grandson sound or the machine gun kelly sound and then it just goes further into that or that's true you know, yeah or it could be elo radio and then all of a sudden you're listening to elo and you're going deeper into that i i like i really like exploring that way i i agree honestly that is a newer thing for me as well but i really do love that just kind of because well you already like yeah. that artist you're already listening to them so why yeah. not kind of jump into that and like yeah. i've gotten like spotify just kind of knows what you want which is really cool um and that's i think a really nice thing about it um and for me like they'll have like oh your favorite female pop artists i'm like that is such a specific playlist but yeah, yeah they are <laughs> and i listen and i'm like yeah <laughs> even these ones i haven't heard before these artists i haven't heard before i'm like yeah this is awesome yep. so yeah um it's definitely a another place i love listening to music but yeah youtube is my main one because of the visuals i love, mm -hmm. I love seeing it. even if it's just the album art having that up i put it on the tv like because i have a smart tv and i'll yeah. put youtube up there and it's i love it because it just kind of surrounds the entire living room yeah so yeah oh you pay for youtube premium without ads uh no so how do you I... feel about the fact that you're probably listening to more ads now than you would if you had video I, like, stations on it. I don't know. Well, I just, I find it no, an interesting no. challenge right now. It is. I think, so for, I think for me, it, uh -huh. I really did start to realize how many ads there were. It's kind of insane. Um, but I also, I'm just like, do I want to pay for premium or can I just, and I usually, I, I, for some reason, it's like this pleasure of power when you can skip the ad like haha <laughs> you're like bye guys but when you can't skip them it is like i feel defeated i feel well, and like if you, and if you skip if you skip so many then they start serving you up the 10 second that you it's can't true. skip until you go through a few of those then they'll serve you up the longer form skip skip and it's just this back and forth it's a cycle and you know what i've come to <laughs> it's a it's a it's a, like a bad relationship i'm just come to accept it like I, it's fine um the lore has a bad relationship with youtube yeah that's the title of this podcast yeah that's your next um, album featuring sweaters yeah absolutely featuring <laughs> featuring bunny hugs featuring bunny hugs yeah my next song is going to be my bunny hug really no you should why not why not let's write let's write down some lyrics <laughs> so this I'm sorry um no <laughs> it wasn't like oh is it it was like yeah it's like go ahead write my bunny like why why would you not you're a my you're bunny a, hug alt, yeah no, you're an alt pop singer I my, think you should my bunny hug yeah sure yeah okay <laughs> if you say so it won't be released this year all right we're going to have I'm to give so that sorry. idea to someone else that Eric works with. Will. Wow. Yes. No, because I've already claimed it. My money okay. hug. I came up with that name. You can't take that away from no. me. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll do a search. Greg, can you go buy the URL? <laughs> buy the domain. Mybunnyhug.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> I bet you it exists. Right, Does it exist? Sorry. I'm going to search. I'm gonna I love, search. People are listening to this going like, why aren't they talking? They're talking about bunny hugs <laughs> bunny more hug than up. they're talking about music. It's really funny. I am enjoying what? this though. Does it, it, it exist? Forwards, yes, it forwards to mybunnyhug.org. Oh. And it belongs to Stephen Dorham, who is a software developer 
living in the Bay Area. Um, okay. From Saskatchewan. Might yeah, be, I'm, af- I'm afraid to click anywhere, so I'm just going to leave <laughs> the website. The funny, funnyhack.org takes you just like a really weird place. It's not, it it's might. not, it's not hoodies. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. Bunny hugs, like this hugs is, for this, bunnies. Yes. That's adorable. A, this is a family show, so we can't explain what, uh, what came on the website. <laughs> oh my God. But I will Lord, be looking after. Yes. So Saturday, 7 p.m. Uh-huh. Central Standard Time. Yes. Where, where can people go to watch you? Um, it's on a new live stream site called Audience, but it's spelled O-D-I-A-N-C-E. I think I spelled that right. Um, yeah, Audience. And it's a new live stream site. I'm one of like four artists that are on there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited for it. Uh, and I also will be starting up a backstage live for after the show as well that you can get tickets to. And then I'll be doing a ticket giveaway, actually. So if people follow me on Instagram and Facebook, they'll... Uh, in the next couple of days, be able to kind of get into that and uh, try out for the prize of a free ticket giveaway. And do you know so, if yeah. the show, do you know if the show will be, if people can't catch it live, will they be able to watch it after? Uh, not to my knowledge. No, okay. I don't think they save them. So it is like a one-time opportunity to see that specific show. Um, cool. I will be doing all of my, uh, all of my released originals, including another unreleased original that I do at all of my shows called Whatever That Means. Um, it's a big hit that people really love that I have not released yet. Okay, um, so you're not going to do my yeah. bunny hug? Not this time. Not next this time. live stream. I just yeah. wanted to make sure. Absolutely. No, no, no. <laughs> next live show. I Don't come to that one, but it will be playing. <laughs> I promise you, but don't come see it. Are you um, doing any other shows? Like, have you done any other shows since since March that people might be able to search on your website or your Facebook? Uh, or yeah, I'm not sure if it's up yet, but I was a part of the Canadian uh, like Toronto Music Expo and I did a performance oh. there, which is really awesome. And I'm going to be doing um, one for the holiday one coming up as well. So if people are interested, they can kind of keep up to date on that. Um, yeah, and then some, I'm definitely just going to keep doing live streams. So if people follow me, they'll just keep getting updates about those. Um, so yeah, I nothing set in stone except for the holiday uh music expo one um but i definitely will be having some more coming up soon which is exciting cool so valor a question we like to ask before we wrap it up is for sure what are you listening to lately what's in your earbuds what's in my earbuds um oh man i uh charlotte uh charlotte cardin uh, or Cardin, I don't know how you say her last name, but uh, she's a Canadian artist and she's really amazing. She's super talented. I love her music. Um, she released a song called Passive Aggressive not that long ago that I fell in love with. Um, and then also Lord is a constant. Um, I always listen to her. I love her. Um, Taylor Swift's Folklore, I've been listening to a bunch. I love her new album. Um, and then also, oh my God, The 1975 um I got into like immersed myself in a few months ago and really like fell in love I have their albums on vinyl um and then also let me think oh my god there's so many like I just it's such a turnaround um turnover um Conan Gray I really love he's an amazing artist um and then I also listen to older stuff like uh Savage Garden and um The Clash The Ramones The Smiths um some of my favorite bands of all time um that I grew up with Pearl Jam Nirvana um 
yeah and then um let me see what else oh my gosh pulp tons of great um new yeah. order i there it's all over the place um but i always just like there's and there's also just like specific songs i love that i just will put on to hear um bjork um i love her so i listen to her yeah tons of just wow. different artists <laughs> i hear um, a lot of, i hear a lot of band names that i think your mother introduced you to absolutely yeah, yeah my mom was a grunge <laughs> Like she loved grunge and and punk and stuff like that growing up, so I does grew she, up with it too. Does she wear flannel still? Not not anymore. No, but she yeah. used to all not the time. anymore, Greg. Not oh my anymore. god, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything, Greg. You can wear whatever wow. you like. Wow. You can wear whatever you want. Wow, I'm usually one throwing him under the bus in these things, not the other way around. Like you're. you're is it my? Actually, that's not true. I'm that's sorry. not true. If we talk to Story, Story will tell you that he's not nice. Oh. To me. Stories uh, awesome. Ramona, I think, would tell you that he's not nice to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think actually come to think of it, yeah. as much as I think I do throw him under the bus, he's just really mean to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, and there's a difference between being mean and throwing under the bus. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. I, do it, mm-hmm. I, do it in, I do it in fun. I do it in jest. It's, it's light. Yeah, it's like a fun throwing you yeah, under the bus. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> but being mean is just like the aggressive. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. My. It's very tragic. I'm really sorry I had to come here and witness that because it's very heartbreaking to see. So now now you know, Valor, the stuff I have to put up with Greg's mm-hmm. 1990s fashion sense. You know what? Nin- the 90s are in, so it's all good. Who's Although I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Swiss. I'm not on any side. Valor, where can people go to... Uh, to find out more about you, your music, get some of your, uh, your swag. Where's the best place people can uh, check you out? Um, I'd say for all of that, check out my website, velourartist.com. Okay. Um, and there you can find my Instagram, my Facebook, my Spotify, my SoundCloud, my YouTube, um, my merch is there. So yeah, all of that is, is on there. Um, and then I also have a band camp, uh, if you want to get stuff there, like my music and my merch. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of everywhere. And then on Instagram and Facebook, um, it's at Valor Artist, uh, with an S, Valor with an S. Um, and you can find me there. I'm I'm mostly active on my Instagram. So if you want to kind of see what I get up to, uh, that's the place to be, um, get annoyed by my stories. That's the place to go. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of the time I play, um, like, you know how you can click like the music thing on your stories and you can play a song over top. I do that yeah. a lot. Recently, it's been from the Shrek soundtrack. So if you enjoy that, follow me. Awesome. <laughs> Valor, thank you so much for joining us. This has been fun. Yeah, That's I've had great. a blast. I'm so glad that I, it, I hopefully you're being genuine and did enjoy no. this. Yeah, I had great. a great time. Awesome. <laughs> You're like, after the show, you're like, God damn it. Oh my God. No, I had a blast, genuinely. Even Good. if you guys didn't. So thank you. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I did. Yeah, right? at least can't speak for Greg. Yeah. Him and his massive mic. I don't know why it's so huge. It's very close up. Mine's, the, mine's big. Look at that. It's great. Yeah, but yours is like out of. Oh, you got the snowball. I do have the snowball, yeah. 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 Nice. I gave Kareem a snowball so that he could have a good quality sound mm-hmm. and he couldn't figure out how it worked. Told me it was broken. It's so I gave it to my, to my stepdaughter and she plugged it in for her gaming and went, it's perfect. <laughs> so really, you know, that's amazing. Well, yeah, let me learn, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I've lived but, and learned with him for many years. So. Yes. <laughs> it's all good. We have to, 
I don't know what to say. I'm like, we have to live with what we, we got, gotta, you know. We just got to live with Greg. You just got to yeah. nod. And... <laughs> no, yes. this was a blast, though. Thank you so much for having me on. I'd love to come back on sometime. This is great. Yeah, this is like for the sure. most socializing I've had. In a, in when, a... when, when COVID's over and you're in Toronto. Yeah. We'll have you to the bar that we usually record Ooh. out of and uh, maybe get you play a set. Oh, that'd be awesome. That sounds yes. really fun. Yeah. The, I, oh, man. Okay, guys, wear your It'll masks. Stay home. Yeah, no, I need to go. For the only reason being, I need to go. To <laughs> you need to come to Toronto. <laughs> That's the only reason, guys. I'm kidding. Awesome. Um, thank you guys so much for having me. This was a blast. Thanks, um, cheers. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Take care. Be well. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye.